The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Your home is probably your biggest asset. As lifestyles change, your environment needs to change too. Welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment with Laura Minnep. Laura has nearly two decades of lifestyle consulting experience. She can help you improve your living situation and help maximize your home value when the time comes to move along to the next phase of your life. Now, here is your host, Laura Minnep. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. When we are developing plans for our well-being and for our home environment, we should also consider that our financial health takes an added importance as we continue to grow on our life's journey. My guest today is Sam Butcher, who founded Butcher Elder Law, an estate planning and elder law firm servicing clients for comprehensive estate planning, asset protection, Medicaid, veteran benefits, special needs, and business succession planning. And if that isn't impressive, Sam also handles probate and trust administration. Sam's goal is to help clients remain in control of themselves and finances when unexpected events occur or their health declines. He is dedicated to helping his clients prevent mistakes and preserve assets. Our discussion today will introduce and simplify the complex areas of estate, Medicaid, and veterans benefit planning for clients to make estate planning choices. Sam is certified by the Veterans Administration to assist clients with veterans pension benefits, including VA improved pension with aid and attendance, a benefit that can help wartime veterans and the spouses of deceased wartime veterans pay for caregivers in their own homes and meet high-cost long-term care. Our show today is Estate Planning and Elder Law. Everything you should know to prepare for your financial well-being and a most exciting topic. I am sure our conversation will spark many questions and additional discussion points from our listeners. So please feel free to call in at 1-866-613-1612 or email us at laura at lauraminiff.com. L-A-U-R-A. M-I-N-E-F-F dot com. Before I turn the microphone over to Sam Butcher, I would like to give you a brief summary and introduction of Sam's background. Samuel V. Butcher. (laughs) Very good. He graduated from Cleveland Marshall College of Law with a degree of JD. He was admitted to the bar in Ohio and to the United States District Court for the Northern District of Ohio and the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Sam also completed advanced studies in Medicaid and long-term care planning and was awarded a Certificate of Excellence for performing after completing this coursework by nationally recognized David J. Zumpani, president and founder of the MPS LLC, a national organization that specializes in training lawyers in estate planning and strategies. There sure is a lot to know. 
This distinguishing feature of SANS practice is an education process that simplifies the complexities of a state Medicaid and veterans benefit planning. His counsel enables clients to choose a plan based on clear value distinctions. Sam believes that individuals' financial plans, including trusts, should be as easily understood by everyday people as well as business professionals. And wouldn't that be a relief? And that's what we're going to do today. Here is a big welcome to Sam Butcher. Sam, I'm so happy to have you with us today. Well, it's wonderful to be here. I thank you for having me as your guest today, and I'm looking forward to our discussion. So am I, Sam. Sam, let's start by talking about estate planning and why our listeners need to have an estate plan. And if you could, in your beautiful words, simplistically, explain what is an estate plan. Great questions. If we had two hours, I would take (laughs) you on a journey. And I would take you on the journey uh, that would show you what happens when people plan as opposed to what happens when people fail to plan. So when you ask me why everyone ought to have an estate plan, my answer is because people want to remain in control. There is a narrative to all of our lives. Something is going to happen to each one of us. When that's going to happen, what that's going to be, we don't know. But how our story plays out has everything to do with the planning that we've done. And that's why we try and lead our clients through some value-based distinctions. In other words, what's important to them in planning? Every family's unique, every individual's different, and so there are no right or wrong answers to what ought to be an important part of their plan that depends on the individual. But we help them discover what that is. Uh, what is an estate plan? Yes. Well, an estate plan, uh, in our view, is more than simply having a will or a trust. It's a consideration of about 15 key points that everyone uh, should take a serious look at before they develop the plan that's right for them. And these plans include uh, not only a will or a trust or sometimes both, but powers of attorney a healthcare power of attorney, a living will. And for clients who are interested in this, we now also have a personal care plan, Laura. Because oh, that's grand. We find that individuals are living a very, very, very long time. I attended uh, an estate planning uh, practice uh, enhancement retreat uh, in Orlando last year. And uh, in the opening remarks, you know, they said uh, age 100 is the new 60. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> People are living longer and longer and longer, and sometimes they're not able to remain totally self-sufficient or able to make everyday decisions. And when that happens, we like to have a plan in place so life will be as much like it used to be for these individuals as uh, it is today. And so we talk about uh, what they like to eat what kind of books they like to read, uh, places that they like to go when there's an opportunity. We talk about, uh, do they want a copy of the daily local newspaper? Do they want a particular magazine? What television programming do they like? Um, What are their preferences when it comes to beverages? And uh, so we get into uh, an entire plan so that if they're 
being cared for by people that may not be so familiar with their likes and dislikes. Uh, the things that are going to be offered to them are going to be things that are consistent with uh, what they've enjoyed through the years. Sam, I have to imagine, as we're saying that the new, yay, the new 60 is 100, we all have, whether we've written it down or not, but I know that we have all have a bucket list. And I know that even if something in my life were to change and unexpectedly, whether that is something that's very disability-tating or if it's something that, one, that my spouse or someone that I love has had a disabilitating incident happen, you know, such as a stroke or Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or these diseases that do seem to creep up on us, Sam, I know that I am still able to maintain my independence and I want someone to know about my bucket list. I want to include that in my state estate planning. Don't I want that, Sam? Absolutely. And that's one of the things we can provide for with that personal care plan. Uh, we can include anything that's really important to you uh, as part of that plan. It's a customized document that we create um, so that you can see some of your lifelong dreams come to fulfillment, even if... Uh, it's not quite the way that you imagined. Right, absolutely. You know, uh, Ten or twenty years ago. Oh, that's a that's a wonderful thought. Now, I know when we're talking about estate planning, things can get um, a little bit complicated, and I, and I want today to just share with our listeners that you are a wonderful asset to help clarify and specify what parts of estate planning and including Medicaid and Medicare and VA, uh, uh, you know, help. How do I, I know you're the one that I could go to. I don't want to complicate my life with this, Sam. I want you to just guide me and I don't want to think about it again. I want you to take all of that concern off of my shoulders so that I can embrace my age and move forward and make improvements in my life as I want to. Well, that's really the beauty of having a plan in place. So get back, getting back to one of your initial questions about you know, what an estate plan is or what an estate plan ought to include, uh, Laura, we like to think of it this way. We want to help our clients remain in control. Wonderful. Okay? I never met anybody uh, who said they wanted to lose control, but we see people in our office every week that have lost this because they failed to plan. So in control of what? Right, good question. And the answer to that is first, in control of you. You know, this is like that situation when uh, you're traveling somewhere uh, on an airplane and before the plane leaves the ground, the flight attendant comes out and makes some uh, introductory remarks and provides some instructions. And they always say, you know, if the cabin should lose pressure, a mask will come down. Please put your own mask on first, first before right. you try and assist the person next to you. Well, so it is with estate planning. We tell our clients this is the one time it's okay for you to put <laughs> yourself first because that's the foundation of every plan. So what we want to do is plan for you and then we want to plan for your stuff, okay, because that's important to you as well. 
We work with couples that have worked a lifetime to accumulate some measure of wealth, and they don't want to see it all be lost uh, at a cost of uh, $8,600 a month paying for skilled care. Now, getting back to the planning, Laura, there are three stages, and we walk people through the three stages of life. So first, it's when I'm alive and well. Great. Okay. Okay. And when we ask that question, well, who's in control when you're alive and well? Well, you are. You're in control of yourself and you're in control of your stuff. And when it comes to your stuff, you know, all estate planning boils down to who's in control, who gets the benefit, and when do they get the benefit of your stuff. So the next phase is what happens if you suffer an illness, or you're involved in an accident. Accident, right. Now it gets a little trickier, okay. right? Okay. So now we've got to talk about, initially, powers of attorney. Extremely important documents. Mm-hmm. And yet we sometimes refer to a financial power of attorney as a blank check, or to a healthcare power of attorney as the God power, because you're giving a tremendous amount of authority in these documents. And therefore, we want these documents not only to provide the authority that our designees, our agents will have, but also to be tied in with instructions so they know what we want. And then, again, we include the personal care plan. The third stage is, now, what happens to my stuff after I'm gone? So we cover all three stages in estate planning. We walk our clients through that process. And it's, a, it's really a great approach to it because it helps people understand. Well, it makes things a little bit more clear. Sam, this is a great beginning. I can't wait to come back. But we do have to break for a commercial. And when we do come back, let's talk a little bit more about the important personal care plan and how we can incorporate the people in our lives in that plan. Thank you, Sam. Terrific. America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise Is your mind and spirit in sync? Are you open to enhancing your way of thinking and creating ease in decision-making? Are you ready to move past your blocks and create real lasting results? Are you ready for a mindset reset? Each week you will learn proven mindset reset practices you can put into use immediately to change your life and start a whole new way of thinking. Start by tuning into Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Women's Channel. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Voice America Women, your passion starts here. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with my guest, Sam Butcher, a renowned attorney specializing in elder care law. Sam, Let's continue our conversation. I'm so excited about it. I really am. This is wonderful, really good information. Let's address the topic of this personal care plan again. Why is this important and how does someone go about drawing one up and then making sure that their wishes are implemented? Well, it's, it's an interesting uh, topic. To begin with, uh, this starts out uh, as something that we think can be helpful to caregivers in a long-term care facility because whether people realize it or not, if the time comes when you are a resident or you become a resident of a long-term care facility, and right now, unfortunately, we don't like the statistic, but according to the government, 70% of people over age 75 will wind up needing some type of long-term care before they die. So if you're being cared for in a facility like that, federal law requires them to put together a comprehensive plan for every resident. And that plan includes nutrition, education, socialization, uh, taking into consideration their you know, their likes and dislikes and their hobbies and places that they'd like to be taken if there are opportunities. And so what we've created uh, is a very, very comprehensive template to lead clients through this decision-making process so that that we can make their life as much like it has been uh, over the past as uh, it will be in the present. But in addition to that, I said, you know, that was how it got started. But now what we find, and I just spoke with someone yesterday who confessed that, you know, I've lived longer out of my parents' home (laughs) than I've lived in my parents' home. I really don't know what they watch on TV anymore. I don't know what kind of books dad likes to read. I'm not sure, you know, what mom's favorite hobbies are. You know, I see him, we enjoy dinner together, sometimes we travel together, but I'm not there to participate in their day-to-day lives because I've got my own family. So it even helps caregivers in the family 
to be able to offer to mom and dad who sometimes have the ability to understand things, but they've lost the ability to articulate things. And express them, uh, right. You know, to continue to to uh, enjoy uh, the things that they found some enjoyment in in the past in life. And this also can serve as a guideline for the spouse who, you know, if we're choosing to stay in our homes longer, and Sam, I am very passionate about the idea of life's journey and the goal of having individuals stay in their homes and have their environments change and not just design but function to adapt to their changing needs. And I know you are as also as passionate about planning for the future and addressing what happens when individuals' health fails or they are less mobile. So this plan also can apply to not only the children, but also your spouse. If you are choosing to stay in your home, this plan can help express. You may not have expressed this out loud. I, I see a smile on your face. I know you've encountered this, where the spouse hasn't shared with the other partner what it is that they really would enjoy doing. What, what, what makes me smile, because we do have some revelations once in a while in the office where one spouse will look at another as we're going through this design and say, I didn't know you liked that. <laughs> right. I didn't I know that was so important to you. Or maybe the husband really enjoys watching you know, baseball uh, and the wife who's complained about it for the last 20 years now says, yeah, put that on my list too <laughs> uh, because that's become part of her lifestyle. So, uh, you know, that's, that's just something interesting that happens uh, along the way. Well, I would like to tap in. Tell us how someone can spend their financial reserves or find resources to stay in their home longer, Sam. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm going to back up just a teeny bit because uh, in your last question, uh, you spoke about people wanting to stay in their homes longer. Yes. And yes, I am very passionate about that. I know you are. Uh, and you said, you know, when health fails. Well, the big question when health fails is who's going to pay for it? Right. right. Absolutely. Right. right. So as elder law attorneys, our job is to know and understand all of the resources that are available to help people navigate this landscape and see what benefits they're eligible for and how they can get, first of all, care in the home and how they're going to be able to pay for that care in the home so that they can, as you say, and I agree, stay in their homes longer. Or as um, long as they would like to, Sam. That's right. And so uh, there are a couple of benefits. Some people don't realize that Medicaid does provide home care, but you have to be financially eligible for Medicaid. Some people think, well, I don't qualify. But under, knowing and understanding uh, the Medicaid laws, we can help you create a plan that will enable you to qualify. Likewise, I love that. we are certified to help uh Clients who are eligible apply for a benefit known as the VA, Veterans Administration Improved Pension, with aid and attendance. This will help wartime veterans and the spouses of deceased wartime veterans pay for care in the home by home caregivers 
that sometimes even include family members. Right. Uh, and that will uh, be uh, a source of, for a wartime veteran with a dependent spouse, a little over $25,000 a year. Or for the spouse of a deceased wartime veteran, a little over $13,000 a year. That provides for a great deal of in-home care, and we can help our clients become eligible for that benefit you know, in about 30 days. Uh, now, it sometimes takes much longer to get the benefits flowing because we're dealing with the federal government uh, and there's a lot of paperwork, but these are benefits that are available. So I want to talk a little bit more when we have time, and I hope we do, about how we can qualify for Medicaid and what we can spend money on things uh, for, or what, so that uh, we're not penalized for spending that money and we enhance everybody's lives. Oh, I definitely want to tap into that, Sam. I really do. I did want to, uh, so this family member caregiver agreement, can you help me with that, understanding well, it a little more thoroughly? And I didn't realize there actually was one. <laughs> we do an awful lot of these agreements okay. in our practice. Uh, and it's simply called a, a, uh, a paid caregiver agreement. And when seniors reach a stage in life at which they need assistance with the activities of daily living, um, things like bathing, dressing, eating, toileting, and making transfers from bed to chair, or sitting to standing, or to a wheelchair, or to a walker, uh, and they need that home care, um, sometimes family members who are living with that senior can be paid by or out of the resources of that senior uh, without creating any obstacle to qualifying for Medicaid benefits uh, when uh, they are able to meet the financial eligibility requirements of Medicaid. Because without getting too complex here, if you're applying for Medicaid, there are resource allowances, and some people are over-resourced. And so we talk often to clients about what we can spend money on that isn't going to result in a restricted coverage or a penalty period, but that might enhance life. So if we're working with a couple and one spouse uh, has reached a point where it's just no longer practical for them to be cared for at home anymore and they've got to move to a long-term care facility, we talk to clients about what accommodations can be made in the home and what money can be spent on the home for the benefit of the community spouse uh, without causing any uh, penalty for the institutionalized spouse. And with the caregiver agreement, same way. We can spend some of the couple's resources paying a son or a daughter living with mom and dad for taking care of them. And that uh, is a way of spending down some of the assets in a way that's totally acceptable to Medicaid. Okay, so it doesn't cause any restricted coverage period. Um, you know, and at the same time, it enables the senior to transfer money to a loved one, mm -hmm. uh, you know, which is oftentimes what they want to do. And oftentimes we, we talk to the children uh, involved in these caregiver agreements with mom or dad, and they don't want mom and dad's money, but if they can put that money uh, aside in a separate bank account so that if mom and dad needs something down the road, it, they have the money to cover it, then it's a win for everybody. You know, Sam, 
I love that we've touched on this topic because I really think that, again, I don't want to spend the rest of my life, you know, wherever that may go, worrying about how it is that I'm going to able to be able to either provide for myself or someone again that I, my partner, my, you know, or my parent, I want to know that I can just rely on coming to someone like yourself and just say, okay, here's where my needs are. Here's what I want to accomplish. And please, I want to make sure I'm not worrying about the monies. I don't want to have to worry about, oops, I just lost all of my assets, not realizing that I made a commitment to a certain program. You know, I want to make sure that my the program that I'm involved in for my future is the right program, and I know that's what you concentrate on. Well, we, we talk about that uh, with all of our clients. Sam, this is, again, really leading into <laughs> great more questions. We have to take another commercial break, but we will be back, and we will t- pick up where we've left off. Thank you. America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is outspoken former congressman and one of our country's most prominent gay public figures, Mr. Barney Frank. He'll be with us to talk about the Supreme Court's ruling on DOMA and how the Obama presidency is doing in its second term. Don't miss Barney Frank this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel. Leading the way for your success. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. 
Now back to Dynamic Insights for your home environment. Welcome back, listeners. We are here with my guest, Sam Butcher, a renowned attorney specializing in elder care law. So many times, Sam, when I am working with my clients and redesigning their home environments, the client's children will approach me with concerns of how to handle the possibilities of health care costs should their mom or dad become ill. And I know that you have a wonderful concept and understanding of what I'm going to say in layman's terms as a spend down. Okay, so when we use those words spend down, what we're talking about is Medicaid eligibility because for most people, if health begins to decline and the forecast looks like it might include a long-term care facility for mom or dad or an elderly loved one, then we know that if we're going to create a plan that will enable them not to die penniless or to preserve assets for a well spouse in the community. Okay. Then in that situation, uh, what we want to do is talk about ways of qualifying for Medicaid that will enable us to protect assets. And so we have asset protection trusts and the beauty of these asset protection trusts is that they enable people to remain in control because they don't Wonderful. have to just give away the money uh, because oftentimes even though they're well-intentioned and their family members, loved ones, children are well-intentioned, uh, if they need that money back somewhere down the road, it may have been spent on a grandchild's tuition, a down payment on a new home, or sure. something else that uh, a family member uh, just couldn't uh, afford but for the money that was gifted from mom or dad. So if it's put into an asset protection trust, the senior still has control of that money. They can direct it out of the trust to any of a number of lifetime beneficiaries, including their children and grandchildren, uh, but their own access to it is restricted except by using that, what we call, power of appointment. So it's as close as we can come to having our cake and eating it too in terms of protecting assets and still qualifying for public assistance, not dying poor, and preserving as much of the couple's accumulated wealth as possible, either for a spouse living in the community or for our legacy for our children or their children when they're gone. Now, to get back to your question, as part of that process, as part of the process of planning for uh, asset protection and Medicaid eligibility, we also take a look at what the needs are of this couple or maybe what the wants are uh, because we can spend money on something of value for those individuals without giving rise to any penalty by Medicaid, even if it's within that five-year look-back period that a lot of people are aware of, right. where Medicaid can look back five years and say, well, what have you spent money on? If you've spent money on yourself, there is no penalty associated with that, okay? No restricted coverage period. So we talk about what do you need for the home? If we've got a spouse at home in the community or if we're doing pre-planning for a couple who's worried about nursing home costs in the future, but they're both still living at home, 
then we're saying, look, you can spend money making accommodations to your home that may enable you to stay in your home longer. And improve the value of the home. And you're never going to be penalized for spending that money. Do you need a new roof? Do you need uh, new flooring? Do you need landscaping? Do you need insulation? Do you need new windows? Do you need an upgrade in your kitchen? Um, do you need some uh, assistant devices, things that uh, sometimes we need to widen doorways so people have more wheelchair uh, access to other rooms of the home. So there's a lot of things we can spend money down on as long as it's something of value. Now, I would caution you not to pay your grandson $25,000 to paint the kitchen <laughs> because Medicaid isn't going to go for that. Oh, and that's where we come into play. We develop our game plan, our design plan, according to the needs and that could be the immediate needs or the future needs. You know, maybe immediately you um, your um, peripheral vision is starting to decline or, you know, you have some, some things that are just on the surface that are starting to happen. So we can then come up with a game plan that's opening up, like you said, the doorways or creating more um, comfortable space within the home and or possibly we've made changes in the home that are a little bit more for future um experience and expansion and that would be maybe putting a first floor laundry room in or making the master bedroom on the first floor absolutely and all of those things are very allowable spend downs for medicaid and you know we've got a lot that we think we have to you know, offer our clients in terms of educating them uh, concerning all these things but i think one of the best things we do is listen every time i sit down with a new client even though I have a pretty good idea why the meeting, why the appointment's been scheduled. The first words out of my mouth are, tell me why you're here. And shortly after that, I ask them, what's keeping you up at night? What are you worried about? And then we try and find a way to get some peace of mind out of the planning that we're doing. And sometimes some of these things that you're talking about uh, are uh, items that help us achieve those goals. Sam, that is so important because this is all so very, it's so very personal. And I want to be excited about my future. I want to be, I don't want to be worried about my money or who's handling my money or if I have no money. I, I want to embrace life and continue to enhance my well-being. And I know that when I sit down with someone like you that has a personal interest and understanding of where it is I'm going and and what I want to what I want to experience in my life that that just makes this whole process I know Sam this is probably a word you haven't heard very often but exciting <laughs> well I don't know if it's exciting or not but what I do know is this that there's a real benefit to planning before a crisis occurs. And it isn't just a benefit that enables us to protect more in the way of assets sure. and to make sure that because you've done this planning, you're in control when health declines or an accident occurs or uh, an injury uh, is sustained. But I've said it so many times to clients leaving my office, 
we have these meetings and they're really they're kind of warm and fuzzy sometimes and people are smiling and we can joke about a few of these things because we're not dealing with a situation where something so serious has happened that everybody in the room is sullen uh, and grief-stricken uh, because dad's in the hospital and he may never be able to come home again uh, because of a terrible stroke or and, and certainly we were happy to work with those people and do everything we can to help them through that navigate that stage but doing the pre-planning when people are still standing up and people uh, have smiles on their faces and husbands and wives are teasing each other a little bit and sometimes Saturday you know one of the things we offer all of our clients is a complimentary review of their estate plan with their family members. We oh, did very good. Uh, just this past Saturday, uh, I had a couple uh, from Concord who said, we want to bring our, our son and daughter and their spouses in just to meet you, and we want you to explain the plan to them and how this is going to work out. And so we, had, we met for a couple of hours, and we had a great meeting, and I use some of the stories that we tell to try and simplify some of the complex areas of estate planning. And now everybody's on board and they know why mom and dad did this and did that and why things have been set up a certain way, you know. And uh, so uh, it's, it's so much nicer. You know, there are two positions, Laura, in which people can plan, vertical and horizontal. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. And it's a lot better. <laughs> To be doing your planning when you're standing up, because if you're laying down, then you're probably looking at the ceiling tiles in a hospital or a nursing home, or you've waited way too late to plan. To express yourself so, and think that plan. So, so there is a real benefit in in doing the planning, you know, while, while you can do it with a smile on your face. Well, I think, Sam, also, doesn't that... I don't want to, again, worry about, you know, I remember my grand, I don't want to, I, let me finish that statement. I don't want to worry about anyone having a conflict or, you know, after I've um, left this earth, I, I, I don't want to think about my children or my grandchildren, you know, I want them to have happy memories of me and not, oh dear, now what do we do? I don't want to have that be a conflict. I want it to be, you know, embracing again a, a good thought and good memories. I remember my grandmother, she brought my sister and I in and she said, all right, girls, I want you to go around the room. Here's a pen and some scotch tape. I want you to put your initials on everything you enjoy or have an attachment to. Oh, my gosh, my sister and I had so much fun doing that. And it was my grandmother who... She knew we had good memories or joy of certain things in the house. I don't know, a crystal basket that she had was one of the things I remember. But I didn't think anything negative about that. I, I thought, well, this is fun. And my grandmother got to see the enjoyment of us going around, you know, selecting items of memory, wonderful memories for us, and knowing that that's not going to be an issue, an argument, or a debate about, you know, when she did decide to leave. It's an interesting subject. We always talk about tangible personal property and all the options that people have. Sam, I want to touch on that when we come back, but here we are again. We need to take another commercial break, and when we do, we will take uh, an email, actually, that we've gotten from one of our listeners. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Marsh Engel Radio is the place for asking the big questions at the center of your success. From ways to fire up a lifestyle of your dreams to the most awe-inspired ideas to launch your entrepreneurial destiny, Marsh Engel Radio is designed to shake up the ordinary, catapult your creativity, and give focus to your passions. Marsh has helped thousands, and she's ready to help you, too. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel. Leading the way for your success. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Sam Butcher, elder law attorney. Um, before we get back to going over some of the um, calls and emails that we can't have that have come in during the show, I would like to give a quick promo for next week's show on July 28th. Remember, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is going to be Senior Relocation. Making the right move for your well-being. Through the stages of our lives, we move from one home environment to another and maybe taking the leap from family home. And then, as, of course, as life goes through, we go to it. Possibly leaving the family home to a dorm room, to an apartment, to a starter home. And then finally, the place where we have spent the last 30 plus years raising our families and then experiencing the empty nest. In this last stage, many of us and many of our parents need to downsize or readjust to adapt to the physical changes of not being able to maybe climb stairs or manage the upkeep of a huge home. So next week, our guest, Leanne Spasic, who is a senior relocations expert from North Coast Residential Relocation, will talk about the options senior individuals have in looking for the next path on their journey for well-being in their home environment. We will talk about the decluttering, the real estate market, selling your home, making changes to increase market resale, finding the house and community to serve your goals 
and how someone can work with a senior relocation advisor to find the perfect environment. Another wonderful resource we'd like to expose our listeners to. Okay, we're back with Sam, and we did have an email. And Sam, so I'm going to pose this question on the email. Our call, our listener said, We are in our late 70s, and my son and daughter want to take control of our finances so that if one of us has to go into a nursing home or life save, our life savings won't be wiped out for the spouse who is still well enough to stay in our home. We trust our children, but it seems like a dramatic term of events to hand all of our money over to them. Sam, what do you suggest? Okay, great question. So that tells me that whoever emailed this has really been paying a lot of attention to our discussion. Wonderful. (laughs) I'll tell you that this, again, comes down to remaining in control. Now, at the end of the day, it's always going to be the client's decision. And if they say, well, we're prepared to hand over all of our assets to our children or to gift our assets to our children so that if we wind up needing long-term care, uh, we can qualify and we won't have lost our life savings, then so be it. But before that happens, I'm telling the clients, I think we ought to have this discussion. If you gift all of your assets to your son or daughter or whoever your beneficiaries may be, then you've lost control of those assets. You're no longer managing them. Okay. You're no longer investing them the way you want them to be invested. You no longer have access to the income generated by those assets. If you find you need or want money for something later in life that was unexpected, and even though you may have had sort of an arm's length agreement with your children that that money uh, can be made available to you again if you need it, things happen. What if, God forbid, uh, what if one of your children uh, becomes divorced? Half of the money that you gave to that child can now be lost to a soon-to-be ex-son-in-law or ex-daughter-in-law. What if they fall on hard times? The economy takes a downturn. They lose their jobs, and they're in debt over their heads, and they have to file bankruptcy. Now your money is going to be subject to their creditors in bankruptcy. Okay, And there are any number of things that can happen, and I'm not going to take the time to go through all of those now, but uh, when these things occur, the money that you've gifted may be lost. The alternative to that is that if you create an asset protection trust, you can protect all of your assets. If you restrict your access, your immediate access, your direct access to what it is that you want to protect, then that's not going to be a resource available to pay for the nursing home. You can qualify for Medicaid or for those to whom this benefit applies, the VA improved pension with aid and attendant. Uh, You can still have access to the income generated by those assets if you need or want that income to supplement your Social Security and pension and other retirement income. Um, and you can continue to manage those investments. You can continue to decide who benefits from that as long as you don't reach in that box and take it back out for you because to you that box is closed. Closed. Mm -hmm. But, again, if you need to access that money, 
uh, you can gift it to that one friendly beneficiary who is going to write you a check back to cover uh, what it is, the expense that you have. And Laura, I want people to understand when we help people create these asset protection trusts, we don't say take every last dime and put it in this right. trust. Uh, because uh, we work with a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, baby boomers, and they may be 65, but they still haven't bought their first Harley. And, <laughs> and, and they want to spend some of this money and they want to enjoy life, and we want to see them enjoy life. And, but they also want the protection because we work with a lot of people who have seen mom or dad or an aunt or uncle lose everything because they spent the last five years of their life in a nursing home at a cost of eight or nine thousand dollars a month and so we can help people plan to avoid that and the story plays out a whole lot better you know for themselves and their loved ones you know when we do that and so um, we try and help them achieve that right balance between what they want to protect and what they want to have direct access to. Oftentimes, we work with clients that have invested a tremendous amount of their, uh, of their livelihood in, in the place they're living, in their home. Right. And so we can say, let's put this home in an asset protection trust. You can still live in the home, okay? It doesn't affect your ability to continue to live in the home, but five years from now, if you need long-term care, the home or the value of that home is protected. It's off the radar. Now, I did not know that, Sam. And I'm going to guess that a lot of our listeners, the things that you're mentioning right now, they're not aware of. And it doesn't cost them anything to do this necessarily. They're not losing money. They're actually, it is literally a protection. And also eliminating their concern or fear of how their monies are going to be utilized in the future. For less than the cost of a month in the nursing home, we've protected several hundred thousand dollars worth of assets, including real estate, you know, for a lot of our clients. And they're enjoying life today, knowing that if somewhere down the road they do wind up needing long-term care, they're not going to die poor. And the people they care most about are going to be able to benefit uh, in the way that they had hoped. Sam, that is just so reassuring, I think, to, again, our listeners, and the importance of even if it's just a conversation with someone, an elder care attorney that has the knowledge and the ability to listen and tune in to what our real needs for the future are, just just the conversation, it, I, I think that's so comforting. I really do, Sam. And again, I didn't really realize what it is that you offer for my comfort. We're offering to help people navigate this landscape because it's new ground for so many people. And, you know, we have what we call barbershop coffee shop. People, where do you get your legal education? People pick up a little in the beauty shop or the bank or you <laughs> right. know the coffee shop and there may be some grains of truth in all that but maybe not in their situation because it depends on you know your situation in life so um, thank you Sam so much this has been a tremendous show and I want everyone to remember you can call Sam at 440 572 
1-800-273-3300 or email your questions to laura at lauraminif.com. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Dynamic Insights of Your Home Environment. Next week, we have Leanne Spacek, who is our Senior Relocations Expert from North Coast Residential Group Relocation. We will talk about the options senior individuals have in looking for the next path on their journey for well-being in their home environment. This is Laura Minov saying goodbye and have a great day, everyone, and enjoy the adventure. Thank you for joining us this week for Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Laura Minneff, next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll help you live in your healthiest environment. <music>